Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 142 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook, 8 p.m. And as always, the podcast is available at www.podcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And please do not forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading the reviews. I love sharing the reviews. So definitely get your reviews up. And uh, it always makes me feel good to, to read a good review. So thank you so much for everybody who uh, sent a lot of positive vibes my way this week. I appreciate it. I shared it on my Instagram page at ComicAnthonyD. You can go check that out. Um, just to let you know, we are up for the best of Long Island. The WW Bro podcast has been nominated for best of Long Island. You can go to uh, best of Long Island, Long Island Press, vote WW Bro podcast. We are under the arts and entertainment section. If uh, you can believe it or not, this is considered art and entertainment. So <laughs> you can go to best of dot long island press dot com slash voting arts and entertainment the podcast category and cast your vote vote as often and as early as you'd like voting is open until december 15th uh we haven't had one yet this month but there will be one because every month we do a bonus episode of the ww Bro podcast at least once a month those are available at patreon.com slash ww Bro podcast Become a member and have access to the WW Bro Podcast uh, bonus episodes. There's a whole list, whole list of um, backlogged episodes that you can catch up on, as well as a 40-minute stand-up video that has never been released. I recorded it in 2015 for a DVD I was working on and just never happened, but you will have access to that being a Patreon member. Once again, patreon.com slash Podcast. Built Bars. Built Bars are my favorite protein bar. It's a great three to five point snack if you're on the WW plan on purple, blue, or green. They just came out with a new flavor. Actually, October 12th, it'll be gone. It's strawberry. So go to BuiltBar.com, place your order, get saved 10% with WW Bro Podcast. We're giving you 10% saving some money on the best protein bar out there. All right, everybody, now that we've taken care of a little business and paid some bills, uh, let's get into the weigh-in. This week, you know, if you guys have been listening to last week's episode, which I hope you have been, you saw that I had a little bit of a gain the last two weeks. Not really that much. Um, I don't even think it equaled a pound, um, maybe just under a pound for both of the uh, weigh-ins. But you still don't want to see a positive and uh, that that weight loss column when you step on the scale, especially two weeks in a row, when you have been doing everything you feel is right and you have been following the program and you have been diligent, the scale messes with you sometime. But I am a believer in that everything works out, that the scale writes itself. You keep doing the right thing. You keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. There will be, you know, at the end, you will get it back. The check is in the mail, so they say. And the check was in the mail. I got it today. It was 2.7 pounds down with a grand total of 270. Uh, no, I wish it was 270. No, <laughs> 213.9 pounds down. Where I was getting to the 70s, I'm out of the whatever I weighed, 70s into the 60s now. 
And I don't know what that's called. Is it a new weight loss category? Is it like um, a decade? Whatever it is, I've gotten into a new bracket. And that's exciting now to be at that. And now to work my way through another 10 pounds to get to that next one. And it's pretty significant that I'm in this right now because two things are going to happen with that. One, I will... You know, I'll get to, you know, an exciting point with that. It'll be, you know, kind of in the two, uh, where we, I'll tell you what I weigh. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to skate around the topic by, by not saying it. But um, what I weigh now is I weigh 369 point, I think point one pounds or something like that. So. It's, you know, it's, it's a long way from 583 where I was. So I, I take that and I'm not upset about it and I'm not mad about it. But what I'm trying to get to is within this next 10 pounds are going to be 100. I mean, I keep saying 100. Like I, I, I'm way past that. It's going to be 225 pounds down. So that's in this next 10 pounds. Uh, or so and close to it. It's also going to be in a range where I was the lowest. I'm a hundred pounds away from my lowest adult weight, which all these things come back within that, you know, that, that realm of possibility again, which was, was tough for me. You know, when I think back to that time, I was so unhappy with that weight. I was 25 years old. I had lost 150 pounds and I was at 258 and I was still like, oh my God, I still have so much to go. Not listening to my own advice, not listening to my own father's words that he always says to me that, you know, the time's going to keep on going. What are you going to do to it? Do with it. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know that back then. I, I didn't really pay attention to that. I was young. I was cocky. I was arrogant about it. I, it was something that I thought was easy which weight loss is not easy, but you know, when you're 23 to 25 and it almost seemed like no matter what I did, I lost weight. Yeah, it was, you know, it was uh, a, a di- different time than now to put it, to put it uh, delicately or mildly. It, it was not, it was not the time that I've had now with it, which if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know the struggles that I've had. You know how the ups and downs have went. And, you know, right around this time last year is when I first hit 200 pounds down. So we're going to get to November 25th. That'll be a year. That'll be a year that I'm, I'm, I hit 200 pounds down. And, you, you know, you look at the number, you know, it probably will be like, I'll probably be like 225 down around that, 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 that mark that I want to hit. And you're like, wow, in a year, it's only 25 pounds. That doesn't tell the story. That doesn't scratch the surface of what it's been that, you know, the fight that it's been that year, the plateau that it was that year, the everything else that went into it and the not giving up and the fighting and the pushing and then finally discovering other things that I could do to, you know, to battle that. And that's that's the exciting part. That that's what I'm looking forward to, about keep moving forward. What I'm doing. I, I got a question today on my Instagram page when I posted my weigh-in, and they asked me if I was 
getting tired of doing all the, the, the triple tracking, the, you know, the calories and the macros and the points. I'm not because it, it all flows together. It, it's all one thing. It's all for my success and it's working. So when something also works for you, it, it motivates you and pushes you even further to keep doing it. So I, I'm not worried about if it's more work, if it's anything else, I'm just going to keep pushing forward with it because it's, it's, it's working. I'm seeing the scale go down. And at the end of the day, that's what I need right now. Uh, like I've said before, you know, it's not always about the scale, but sometimes it's got to move down. And And I'm, Happy that it is. I am so happy that it's moving down. I needed it. I needed that that loss today, and I got it. And so for the month now, you know, that's how I look at it. The month I'm down, you know, two point seven, two point five, maybe with the gain last week, which was like point two. So it's like two point five. So you look at it, and the scheme of it, it's two weeks in. So when another two weeks, if that's five pounds for the month, I'll take it. Better than gaining five pounds. And I'm excited to start the whole uh, next 10 pounds, getting through these next 10 pounds and starting to see the light at the end of this tunnel. It's not, it's not terribly far away. And there's a lot that's also going to go into that when that starts happening. So that's a whole nother subject and we'll get to it when we get to it. But I, I saw something the, this last week that really annoyed me. And it reminded me of an episode I did about Adele when she had lost the weight and got all that backlash. I I saw uh, Rebel Wilson has lost a lot of weight. She looks great. I'm not sure why she lost it, whether it was health reasons or just that she just wanted to lose weight. And again, if somebody wants to, who who cares? It's not your, not your body. Someone feels like they want to do this, let them do it. But there was an article, and I think I couldn't read the art, the full article because, one, uh, I would never uh, even do a free subscription for the, the trial period to even read it because I'm not going to give them that. But the title of the article was, and I saw it, it was Why Rebel Wilson's Weight Loss is Sad for So Many Women Like Me. And just the... The first paragraph I could see was, I never imagined weight loss would become a spectator sport, but here we are. After singer Adele supposedly dropped seven stone, I guess this is written in UK, and uh, wowed the world, celebrity diet spotters have their eagle eye trained on the fitness journey of Australian actress Rebel Wilson. Now, if you want to read this, it's, it's telegraph.co.uk. If you want to sign up for it and read it, you go ahead. I was not going to give them that satisfaction because right away, and it's I'm not I'm not pick my words carefully here, um, but yeah, weight loss kind of is a spectator sport. I mean, but so is everything else. Life has become a spectator sport with social media, and here I am now. I am broadcasting live on a social media platform. Uh, my podcast goes out on social media platforms. These this this playback will be on Instagram later. So yeah, it, it is. We are living in a spectator sport type of world. I mean, that's just the world we live in. Social media is very prevalent to our lives. Everything we do, if you, if it's not posted, did it really happen? 
that's the world we live in. So here is somebody who, you know, who, first of all, is a movie star. So guess what? If she didn't have social media, the next movie she did, you're going to see she dropped a lot of weight. So, I mean, this shouldn't bother you that somebody posts about it on their social media. And even somebody's weight loss journey should not affect you in a negative way. Because it's theirs. It's personal. And if they choose to share that with you and they choose to let you in, just take it for that. I think that's the problem with social media is that we get too wrapped up into things. And we get too caught up in it. And we start vicariously living through other people's lives and be thinking we're a part of that life and thinking, you know, we have a say in what goes on in that life. And we don't. We don't. We are exactly what it is, a spectator. And you can appreciate it. You can admire it. But you cannot tell somebody what to do with it. And the fact that somebody's weight loss could bother you to the sense that you got to write an article, you have other issues. You need to go talk to somebody. And I'm not making a joke about that. I'm serious about that. Because if I got a letter or somebody wrote an article that my weight loss was, was bad for them. Are you out of your mind? Again, and I, I don't know why she, you know, what her reasoning was, whether it was medical reasons or just the fact that she wanted to lose weight and feel better about herself. And aren't we living in the world where you could say, you know, a person's body is their body and they could do whatever they want with it. Well, if somebody wants to be fat, go ahead and be fat. If somebody wants to be thin, go ahead and be thin. It is okay to be whatever you want to be with your body. It's yours. No one has the right to tell you what you can or cannot do. And that goes for weight loss as well. No one can tell you how to lose weight. No one can tell you when to lose weight. No one can say, don't lose weight. I need you to be fat for my own self-worth. That's a problem. And I, I get it, like, you know, when we look up to a celebrity and that celebrity means the world to us. Chris Farley is my absolute favorite comedian. You know, when people ask me who my favorite comedian is, I say Chris Farley, and he's not a stand-up. I, I never, I did stand-up. I didn't do the kind of comedy that he did, but Chris Farley was just somebody I always looked up to and somebody I always, you know, admired. Before we get back to that, here we go. We got Bobby here says, uh, I lost 120 pounds, and this weekend a girl told me I was cute, but she liked bigger guys. I just can't win. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of on a small scale, Bobby. You know what? It kind of makes you want to pick up a donut, doesn't it? <laughs> but don't worry. You lost 120 pounds. You're healthier. You're probably happier. Just keep doing your thing, man. Awesome job on, on the weight loss. But when I'm getting back to Chris Farley was, Chris Farley was my, my comedic idol. I remember seeing him in Wayne's World in 1992. And when he came on the screen, he was only on there for like five, for two minutes, not even five minutes, two minutes. He did that thing where he was a security guard. And I don't know what it was. I was like, it was the first time I saw a big guy like myself on, on screen. And then I, my mom told me that he was on Saturday Night Live and I started watching Saturday Night Live just for him. And he always delivered. He was one of the funniest guys ever. When Chris Farley passed away, I cried like a baby. I still miss him every day and think about what he could do if he was here. Now, 
Chris Farley, one of the reasons, one of the things that attracted me to Chris Farley's comedy and one of the things that, you know, I looked up to him was, was that he was a big guy. He was someone like me in the spotlight. I, I was shy. I, I didn't want to get, you know, it's kind of hard to think that a stand-up comedian, someone who does a podcast on social media and is out there the way he is, would be shy. But I am painfully shy, believe it or not. I, I, it is something that I, I had, you know, I don't know why with comedy I can get on stage and tell jokes or I can get in front of here and talk. But like in real life, I am very shy. And to see somebody that was kind of like built like me on stage and making people laugh and every week on Saturday Night Live just being, you know, stealing the show. I was enamored with Chris Farley. But let's just say Chris Farley got himself together. He lost weight. He got clean. And he didn't look like Chris Farley looked. Can you imagine that? Uh, A thin Chris Farley? Let's say that happened. I would not be mad at that. I would not be pissed off about it. I would not write an article about it or a post or try to do the like reverse fat shame to him. I would not do that. I'd be happy that he was around and healthy and he would have the career that I've always wanted to see. You know, it's, it's a what if. You know, what if Chris Farley didn't pass away? What would he have been his gift to the world and, and the movies he would have made? What if he went into a serious acting, you know, lane or tried that, you know, we don't know that. We don't, we don't know all these things, but I would not be mad about it and it wouldn't bother me. It doesn't bother me when somebody that looks like me changes their appearance, especially somebody that I idolize and, and I want to be like, because I'm not that person. They're not me. We do things for ourselves. I lost weight because I had to improve my health. I had to get healthy. I had to start living a life that I was not living. Some people just want to lose weight, and that's okay. To me, that's the beauty of WW uh, when you go to a workshop. And that the Zoom workshops aren't great and everything, but when you go to a workshop and you're in the room, you kind of see the different people and what they're and what they're doing and what you know what works for them, what doesn't work for them, and also what got them there. Is it, you know, a thing where it's an internal struggle? It's that they're battling demons. They're battling weight loss demons. They're battling maybe, you know, things in their own life. And then you have the people who just want to lose weight because they want to be thinner. And nothing is not valid with that. Nothing's not right with that. Again, it everybody's different. Everybody's got their own bag of goodies they bring with them to the table. You know, my thing was, I was an emotional eater, food addict. I still am. That doesn't go away. It's always there. It's something I fight with every day. Other people have other things that they, you know, that they carry around with them. And I was always jealous of the people that just wanted to lose weight. That food wasn't something more powerful to them. They just liked to eat, and they had to cut back a little bit. I was jealous of those people. Because obviously they had something that I didn't have. They had a little more control over what, what food was to them. And I remember Chris Farley um, saying in interviews and then other people saying it, you know, after he passed away that, you know, Chris Farley 
wanted to know if he was funny because he was really funny or was he funny because he was the 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 fat guy that fell through things and and you know were they laughing at the, his jokes or at him and i i totally get that you know i i saw a picture this this uh weekend on facebook on this day and i used it as a side by uh same shirt saturday side by side picture there's a picture of me telling jokes and i remember like back to that time it was simpler it was easier uh, as far as personality-wise and what I was. I was the big guy telling jokes. And I miss it sometimes because it was an excuse. Yeah, I was over 500 pounds, but I was a comedian. I was, you know, that was my quirky thing about me, I guess. I was the big guy. You know, let's do a casting call. And that was my part. And I played it perfectly, and I, I miss it sometimes. But I, I get that thing, and uh, a great comic, Max Alexander, who has since passed away, he said to me early on when I first started doing comedy, he says, just be known as a comedian. Just be known as a funny comedian. Don't be known as the fat comedian. He said, you could be whatever weight you want, but just be the funny comedian. And that stuck with me. And when I think back... And when I miss those days of just being the fat comedian and, you know, relying on that as far as by the, at the bar and the green room and everything else, yeah, it was, it was easier. Shoving food in my face and eating this and eating that and because that's just who I was. I then think about being on stage. And after 10, 15 minutes, my knees hurting and my back hurting. And sweating and being out of breath. And then for the second show, having to take anywhere from like four to eight, um, you know, pain relievers to get back on stage again. And just so I could barely stand through another set. That's what I think about when I miss those days. I just don't get sometimes why it's so wrong to lose weight and get healthy. Why does that bother people? Does it bother people because they don't think they, ha they can do it? They don't want to do it? They're projecting something else. I mean, we're living in a, a time right now with the pandemic going on, and I've said it a million times, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. One of the underlying illnesses and symptoms that COVID affects a lot of it has to do with obesity, being overweight, heart disease, diabetes, high blood pressure. So maybe that's why Rebel Wilson lost weight. Maybe she's like, well, I'm still young. And I still have a handle on this thing. Let me get healthy. Who knows? I don't follow her on Instagram. I really didn't read up on it. I just saw it and it made my blood boil. It does. When I, when I see people bashing people for losing weight and, and it, it bothers me. I, maybe that because I'm losing weight. I'm on a weight loss journey and I can't imagine somebody actually having a problem with that. Why it's bad for people like, you know, it's, to me it's ridiculous. 
I can't imagine ever being mad at somebody for losing weight. It's just, it just blows my mind. It really does. And maybe the problem is social media. Maybe we got to live a little more in the now and in the present. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm constantly on my phone, updating things, sharing things. You know, but uh, there's still real life that has to be lived. And I give credit to anybody who wants to change any part of their life, not just weight, for the better. If somebody looks in the mirror and doesn't like something they see, whether it be extra weight, something internally, and they decide, hey, I'm going to make a change here, and I'm going to start living a better life for myself and start making changes that I feel are beneficial to me. I'm all for that. There's nothing wrong with, with, with doing what you think is right to better yourself. And the fact that there's articles written about it, how it bothers people, it's just it's just the world we live in. That's it. People will find something wrong with anything. And it, it just amazes me. It really does. I guess, you know, some people would be happy if everybody was, you know, 300 pounds and dancing around and, you know, I, I don't know. Is that, is that, would that make you happy? If there was no accountability in life? And I'm not saying you have to be skinny to have accountability. I'm just saying for yourself to, you know, it was, uh, I'm trying not to word this wrong, but self-discipline is not a bad thing. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. And it, for me, finally having self-discipline, it just doesn't improve. It just doesn't go to weight loss. It goes to everything. It goes to every part of taking care of myself and becoming a better person. Because what I was doing was just wasting away. And again, I don't know anybody else's reason or anybody else's, you know, motivation to do anything as far as weight loss or anything else. But it it has to be for you. And if it's if that's if that's what you're doing it for, you'll be successful. But when we do things to please other people, that's when it becomes a different issue. So there's no way Rebel Wilson's ever going to listen to this. <laughs> I don't pretend that she listens to this podcast. But if you, if there's somehow she does listen to this, don't let things like that article bother you. And don't take it with a grain of salt. You lost weight for a reason, whatever that reason is. If you're happy, that's all that matters. And if you're a type of person that looks at somebody who's just lost weight and it makes you angry, and you have to write something about that, that it's not a good thing for people like you, you have other issues that you need to take care of. Plain and simple. Because I know, as we talked about Chris Farley, I would love to have seen what he, like I said before, I'd love to see what he's did. And, you know, I, when so I see somebody, like, 
that like even even sub uh even suplex who lost weight he looks amazing and there was a guy another guy i watched on tv was like oh that guy's like me he's on and he's on he's in movies he's on television this guy's jack now i don't hold it against him. i'm proud of him i root for him so i, I think that's where we go wrong a lot with social media and i'll end on this is that we we hold people up just so much and then we love to tear them down if you're putting somebody up here just because they look exactly like you you have you gotta get something else why why are you why are you idolizing this person i mean if i only idolized farley because he was a big guy and he looked like me, it'd be for the wrong reason. I did it because he made me laugh. Everything he did was absolutely hilarious. And I think the same thing at Rebel Wilson. I watched some of her movies. She's really funny. And I'm I'm just, I'm excited to see where her career goes. So congrats on the weight loss. People, don't take it too personally. People are bettering themselves. Root them on. It'll make you a happier person. Well, everybody, that was episode 142 of the WW Bro Podcast. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. Once again, the podcast is always available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And please do not forget to five-star rate and review. Love reading the reviews. Love sharing them on social media. You can see the ones I just posted this weekend at comic anthony d and you can follow the podcast at ww bro podcast we are played in and out each week by hollow and their single something to believe you can download this on itunes as well and also my best friend nick wrote this song if you didn't know that he did you can check out his new band demon scar on itunes as well as demonscar.bandcamp.com just dropped a new album only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, Long Island. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich in the world. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 142. I appreciate all the support as always. And I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>